the DIY folks and the done for you folks. And by mm-hmm. definition, they're not the same people. It's almost, they're, they're like mutually exclusive. <laughs> right. You know, if you want to do it yourself, then you aren't going to hire somebody to do it for you. But I, there is a bit of crossover in the future where somebody might try doing it themselves and then go, mm-hmm. you know what? The, uh, this is too complicated. I'll hire somebody to do it. Or, wow, this is working. I wonder what would happen if you got a pro to do it. And then they might, they might circle back. And I, I can't say I've had too much of that happen. So that's why sure. I think they're pretty much exclusive. I think it's also a mindset thing that if there was a real estate agent who wanted to learn SEO and AdWords and Facebook marketing, I'm going to guess they're not doing that well in their business. Mm-hmm. Um, because like one, they can't afford to hire somebody to do all that stuff. But probably the reason they can't afford to hire somebody to do that stuff is they haven't learned to outsource and stick to what they're good at. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So it's a chicken and the egg kind of thing that they're, they're yeah. never going to get out of that until they change it. Yeah. Well, I, I know too, especially just within, within the industry, there's a lot of, and it is a weird thing where it's the, it's the industry where they, you know, they, they will try their hardest to get a for sale by owner. I'm not sure if, again, if those are in Europe or not, but in the U S right now with the economy being good and home prices being good, everybody's trying to sell the home themselves just so they don't have to pay the 3% or the 6% total, um, you know, or different markets here or there. But then on the real estate side, you know, the same people who don't want other people to do it themselves, (laughs) they're, they're trying to do their own solutions. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Gosh, that is confusing, isn't it? So, <laughs> so they right. It's the and it's the you, do as I say, not as I do, kind of. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not even going to go down that one. My head hurts thinking about that. <laughs> right. So, if you were to create, let's call it a, a, a webinar, a workshop online, mm-hmm. and invite, and you and you got like yeah. a load of people, let's say 100 people onto it, mm-hmm. and you explain to them, and they're all real estate agents, and you mm-hmm. explain to them how they could get more leads and sales for their business inevitably some of them are going to be they want to learn this info so they can try it themselves mm-hmm. and possibly at the end of the call or the the webinar you can say look i do have a little course you can go and buy it here or sign up to it it's free or whatever and then some people are going to be ah oh, this guy knows his stuff i want to chat with you after. Sure. and I haven't done this at all. So, but what I have noticed is, like I said, there's the two types of people. There's the people who want to learn it and they, they're never, ever going to hire you. And I can, t- I can, t- I can find that out fairly quick. Sure. Questions they ask, you know, they're actually trying to work it out and do it themselves. And absolutely. I do not have a problem with that. Do not because I'm, I'm the same with some things. I'm not with others. You know, I'm not going to do graphic design, forget it. But right. if someone's doing something in AdWords, I'm not going to hire them to do it. I'm going to try and work it out and do it myself. I might get a bit of a clue from them and go, oh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> and then go and try something. So I'm, I'm that way inclined for some subjects and others I'm a done for you kind of person. So I've noticed that some people come in and they're asking questions because they want to learn how to do it. Others come in, they're asking questions because they want to get their head around it. And then that's your chance to, to, sh- to explain it to them and for them to go, you know what, I'm going to hire you. You seem to know what you're on about. Let's go for it. And they often, what often happens with those guys is they buy really quick. Mm-hmm. 
straight after the call, it would be like, send us an invoice and it'd be paid with, and it's ends up paid within five minutes sort of thing. Sure. Um, I wouldn't know the numbers. I don't know. If, is there more DIY people out there or more done for you? I don't, don't know. Kind of don't care. But for the longest while I didn't have a done for you offering, I would just say, I'll just point people to a whole pile of content I've created. Mm-hmm. You know, here's 36 AdWords posts are created. You, know, you, work, you fill your boots, work your way through that. And people do. And, so, and then they come back, oh, wow, that was great. Um, and then I've ended up creating a course. So it doesn't take them 18 hours to go through it all. I created a, a course. And it's like, it's one hour. It's like $400. And, you know, if you want to get going quicker and you value your time, then do the course. And sure. that's helped right so there's obviously there's people who are they want to work out how to do it themselves but they're not prepared to pay for a course so i've got content for them and then there's people who want to work out how to do it themselves but they don't want to spend forever they they value their time and a one-hour course is worth you know four hundred dollars to them mm-hmm. it's worth it um, and then there's people who, who, oh, you've you've got all that content. I've skimmed through it. It looks great. Oh, you've got a course, and I can see there's testimonials. People like it. Uh, I'm going to just hire you. Can we have a chat and then hire me? So sure. I'm kind of separating people that way. I'm not trying to um, change somebody who's never going to buy a course into somebody who will buy a course. I'm not going to try and convince them to it. Do sure. it. And the, you know, I, I'm, all I'm trying to do is screen and work out where, which type of person they are, and send them to the right offer, or your, put, or put all three offers up there, and yeah. let them choose. Well, I was going to say, is your is your course set up? Uh, is it just strictly on the AdWords on the technical side of it, or do you actually teach them how to build their own how to build their own landing pages? Um, I don't teach them specifically the landing pages, not yet. But okay. in a lot of the content I've got free, I talk about the landing page and how it, you know, it's necessary and it sure. has to match what somebody's looking for and what your ad says, you know, whatever they've typed in, you've got to echo it back on the, in the ad and the landing page. And that's how you just get congruence. So in, in theory, you're, you're giving them kind of the blueprint, but they would still need to know how to do that. So they could actually, they end up coming back to you. The DIYs. Yeah, it's actually back. a lot of the how to is, strewn across all my content but like i've like most of my content is in the fast lane forum it's also on my blog but like in the fast lane forum people it's a forum so people reply to it ask more questions and i give examples that was, that's why it took somebody 18 hours to go through 36 posts because mm. some of the posts are like four or five pages deep because they've been going a couple of years mm. so there's it, it's all in there people can sure. work out and i've said what i'm doing um and I've also said, more importantly, in all that content, I've said why I'm doing it. So, but what I found is, like, people who've who've gone through the course, like, it's only an hour long. They're going to set up some ads and, and the rest of it. And then once they're running and they're live, then they go back and read my stuff and they go, oh, and it kind of makes a lot more sense to them. Mm-hmm. So, sure. yeah. well, that and that's why I was kind of curious too on what your thoughts were on the on the individual landing page pricing because. You know, because I know for I'm not sure. I, I'm assuming you're familiar with the with the term analogy of tripwires. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so this would just be kind of you know kind of that initial upsell at least get them get them at least started build them build everybody you know it doesn't matter if it's a DIY or a done for you person you know it it could actually be a cheap enough option where get them that single page the single lander um, you know just to at least get them started. Right. So are you thinking? Okay, 
this is interesting a squeeze page potentially of just offering a white paper in exchange for an email address and or tripwire in the sense of like here's a little ebook or a video series and it costs it so my, yeah my tripwire would actually be like a small just a just a basic landing page for a small amount um you know and i was thinking because on you know, at least for the real estate side, a lot of them can be very basic, very cheap. Uh, a lot of their websites, to be honest with you, kind of like what we talk about in the Facebook group, a lot, a lot of their websites are not lead converting sites. They have, you know, a bunch of minutia and a bunch of just technical babble that a real estate agent in their mind thinks, oh, wow, this is great stuff. I'm going to put this <laughs> yeah. in this. And the general consumer, you know, they're like, I just want to see houses. That's why Zillow and Realtor.com are really kicking their ass in that. Yeah subject um so so and and on the lead generation side what we've done a lot with the real estate agents is these basic uh the landing pages and the basic just lead capture in general has been huge so that's what i was thinking you know put out the free course get them in with say a 97 or a 297 offer for just a pretty basic you know or maybe even a small package maybe it's three funnels uh maybe it's three landing pages or something maybe it's yeah. a buyer a seller and something else and then from there kind of, you know, try to, try to move that into the upsell, but then kind of as the finished product, either selling the actual course on, Hey, here's how you can do it yourself. Or, you know, here's the monthly service. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm kind of doing that in a way, but I think that I personally haven't gone down that particular tripwire marketing type of route because mm -hmm. First off, I, I get a lot of my leads through uh, word of mouth, chatting to sure. people, coffee. Yeah. I call it diesel and coffee. I go and meet people, I chat for an hour or more or longer, two coffees, and they either convert into a client at some point in the future, or they tell lots of other people about this sure. dude who knows his stuff and he's not, <laughs> and I'm a nice guy, blah, blah, blah. Right, so there's that. Then also, I've, if I look at a lot of my clients, they're busy business owners. They're done for you clients. I don't know if yep. they could buy a little twenty-seven ninety-seven dollar video. But I, right. I, I wouldn't give my. I very rarely give my email address to watch a free video because I don't want to watch the free video. I ain't got time. You know, I'm just. I don't. I literally don't want to spend ten minutes watching a video. Right. I'm busy doing some stuff. I'm already in motion, going in a direction, and like. I, don't, I find I don't do that. And I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my whiteboard now of all these business owners. I, I speak to the business owners. I don't imagine them hunting around online and seeing a, a $97 course on something or other and going, Oh, I must do that. Right. <laughs> I, like if they come to my website, okay, I've got a couple of websites, my business website's not got much on it. It just literally says we generate leads and sales and revenue for clients, uh, for businesses, contact us, that's it. And I don't, it's set up really for people who are already have, heard, have already heard of me and they're just going to check out my website. Mm -hmm. And then on my blog, I don't, I will put something up to try, you know, for email capture, but I would also equally have a contact me form next to it for the people who don't want, like I think when you put up, uh, I, don't know, I, don't explain. I think if you sent everyone to a page and it had, here's a free report or here's a report that, or here's a video that costs $97, then you're going to automatically select out 
the sort of CEOs, the busy CEOs of businesses who are just not interested in a $97 thing. In my, their mind, like I've, I've literally had people just after a one hour call, 30 minute call, right, uh, let's start, 1500 a month, bang. So I sent him an invoice, paid immediately. He's not interested. He doesn't, like, why would I slow him down with a $97 or 297 thing? He just wants it done and he's got money and he's just looking at someone to give it to. So I think, I think on the pricing side, you said that your, that your landing pages are somewhat in close to the same ballpark, right? Of the, yes. the somewhere zero okay. to euros. Yeah. So that's what I was saying that I'm kind of doing that. My tripwire. Yeah. My initial, right. So I view it, the first purchase is a test. They're testing you about whether you can, you're going to deliver value. Yeah. They're going to get a positive ROI, good experience. And also, I see it also as a test the other way. Are they actually going to pay for it? <laughs> do they pay on time? Do I have to keep chasing them? And sure. there's little red flags. Do I even want to work with them? Would I want to go for a coffee with them? All this kind of stuff. And like, so, some th- so I try and offer something that is easy for them to, like a little nibble. Like they, okay, so I'll do an audit or we'll, for the first month, we'll, why don't we just do this? And it's not a big thing. It's like, oh, why don't we I just audit all your, your account and try and find things to turn off that are losing you money. And maybe that will be X for the first month. And then if, if, it, if it works, if it's starting to get you positive ROI on that, then we can discuss what the next steps are. Sure. Like they, that's very, I just make it very easy for them to purchase that. They go, oh, okay. And I, make yeah. it, I price it low. I price it. I do price it like that. I might be like, oh, for $500, I'll do this for you. Sure. Uh, but I, I almost have to apologize that it's so low. I say, look, it's, it's because I don't know whether I, I can help you yet. Um, but I want to go in and audit your account, send you a report, and maybe do some, you know, find some low-hanging fruit and work on it. You know, because potentially these guys might be like, oh, 500 quid, we're spending net seven grand with uh, an agency at the minute. We're spending yeah. 50 grand on AdWords and X per month with the agency and you're coming in with like 500 that's too low so that's i have to I almost like frame it so that look this is just a little thing to just to find out something or other and then after that we work out what to do sure yeah well, i watch. think that, yeah i think that that's also kind of the, the intriguing part when you mentioned in yours at least that you then also keep them on the just on a monthly rental for that page not even uh not even a monthly retainer for your services, but just for the actual page itself, you'll keep them yeah, on the bridge. What will often happen is the page comes in after. All right. So I will come in more for an ad. People look for me for AdWords help mm-hmm. because you know, the fact that I even know the word AdWords and not Google ads tells me something. And then yeah. often they're spending money already. So I'm following what I call demonstrated cash, cash flow. Actually, I don't. I got that from like a tropical MBA podcast. Some really smart guy called it demonstrated cash flow. These guys are already spending money, and it's a month. It's a monthly demonstrated cash flow. They're spending money every single month to Google trying to get more leads. And if I can come along and attach myself to that demonstrated cash flow and charge them X per, X <laughs> amount, depending on how much they're currently spending. So my ideal client is probably already spending money on AdWords. Sure. Or is a big then, business. That so you are. So you are also using an upsell of your own services too on the monthly. Uh, well, I kind of right. So I typically they come to me because I know AdWords. Mm-hmm. Then we have a chat, and I say, 
Right. Oh, so you've got a website. That's great. Well, let's have a look at the pages. Okay. And what are you doing at the minute? Okay. That's grand. Let's, and they go, they'll often say, oh, we need to do more something with our websites. It's, we need to fix this, fix that. And I'm like, don't spend any time doing that yet. Let's just try and get the right people to your website, to the best page you've currently got and see how that works. And let's turn off all this, all the junk, all the people are coming through with like poor search terms that indicate that don't indicate they're prepared to buy. So we do that first. And by the way, I explain that to them and say, so, and they like to hear that I'm not talking about spending a lot of money on a website. Let's just do something with your spend you've already got. All right. Then I might get the stats and later on go, right, this is what's happening. We've like hacked out, we've reduced your spend for this and you're still getting the same number of sales. And now, it looks like your click to inquiry rate or click to sign up rate or click to sale rate or whatever it is, is X percent. And we're getting this amount of spend to these pages and it's converting at that point. Right. If we can double that, then you'll get twice as many sales or inquiries or signups for the same spend. So now I think it justifies creating a, a page specifically for whatever it is they're looking for. And then sure. that's where I come in and say, well, and then it becomes a bit of a no brainer. Go, right. It's like whatever, $600, get this page created and then a hundred a month where we will just keep optimizing it. Um, and if there's major changes that required on it, then it's per hour or whatever, you know, but by that stage, there's already a business case built for it. Okay. Gotcha. So that's, that's definitely a, a little bit longer term sales cycle too. Correct. Um, yeah, it could be like second, third month. Okay. Uh, I might not. No, I do mention it at the start because people are often saying, oh, I need to fix a website. I need a, or sometimes a client will come through and go, right, we, our website's rubbish. We're going to completely rebuild the website and then we'll do some AdWords. And I'm like, no, don't do it that way because you're going to build stuff not knowing whether anybody's looking for it. Why don't we do the find out what people are looking for first? For instance, you might have like a thousand products or maybe there's you've got 10 services that you supply across 100 locations so that's a thousand permutations what is everyone looking for the most why don't we just load all of them send them sure. to okay yeah homepage. it's not people think that's not best practice but let's just send them to your homepage, and then we'll count what's got the most impressions and go right those 10 have like 90 percent of your impressions those 10 products is what everyone's looking for those 10 service and location combinations what everyone's looking for why don't we build pages for them or one page that can cover all of them and we'll just turn off everything else and send those visitors to that new page and try and get that to work and i explain that as part of my sales process is to explain what we're going to do is find out what everyone's looking for then build the thing that they're looking for try and sell it to them based on the volume the data that you know the market's told is they're looking for it otherwise you could end up building out a thousand pages before you go live and they find out that only 10 of them got any volume sure have you just wasted all your time for the 990 sure now that definitely makes sense so then in in your initial you know maybe it's two to three months you know in those first 60 to 90 days are you actually getting paid by the client are they actually a client of yours or are you yeah. just simply... yeah. oh okay. yeah 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 they're a client and might be paying me 500 a month uh 600 <laughs> hold on some of them are 250 500, 1,000, 1,500, some one might end up being a 1,000 a week. Uh, depends on how much work and brain power is involved and how much time. And also other, like other factors, 
about whether it's a vertical, sorry, an industry that I can see me scaling in. Mm. So if they cover the whole of the US, then I'm going to charge more than like somebody just covers Chicago. But sure, whatever that business is could scale to across the US via loads of other cities. Because when I work with that business, and here's the other thing, I'm, I'm not necessarily looking for clients. I'm looking for partners in a way mm. for a business I can work well with and I can grow with them and find out that they're somebody I want to do long-term business with and where I can actually move the needle for them. You know, so they, their phone starts ringing off the hook and they go, oh my goodness, what have you done? This is amazing. But, and then I go, right, okay. No, we've done it for Chicago. What are there other places? Um, and if they're just happy with that, great. Then I can, I can go and find another client in another city. Or if they go, you know what? We could scale across the whole of the US. Done. <laughs> it's like sure. I'm looking for someone like you in this vertical who knows the vertical, knows the people and the industry and everything, blah, blah, blah. I can do this lead gen for you. And then you go and sign up all the businesses in the other location, whatever. So that's what I'm kind of looking for. So I'll price it based on things like that, other factors like that. I'm, sure. Um, this isn't actually what you asked. I'm just rambling on. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, no, are no. they are definitely clients and they have to pay in advance at the start of the month. And what I say to people is like, I don't, I won't tie you into a contract. I won't tie you into a six month, 12 month contract. If you're not getting ROI on it, then you need to pause it. We shouldn't be working on it. Like, and it just needs to stop there. And then if, if you're not getting ROI and it doesn't look like you're going to get there, and for other reasons as well, sometimes like they just, you know, they, they sell the business or whatever. Right. So, um, and because of that, because I don't do contracts, I don't even do paperwork. I just send an email explaining what's going to happen. They reply saying, yeah, it's great. Send me an invoice done. Um, I just say, look, I get paid in advance and they do. And then also because it's a small amount, you know, 500 or for some of them like 1200 or more some of them they, yeah okay done they pay me and then we get started and then it's up to me to add value and for the to, you know convince them to go into the second month third and etc gotcha so yeah so it's, it sounds like then a lot of the a lot of the upfront i guess and that kind of the ramp up period is a lot of the analytics first um that's a yeah. lot of, i guess Sounds like a lot of analyzing too to kind oh, of goodness. create the, the game plan for them. Prob- like, I, I, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to work out my hourly rate because I don't look at it that way. But my yeah. hourly rate is really poor in the first few months. Let's just say I'm probably losing money. Well, I certainly would be if I was hiring somebody to do it. So yeah, I'm losing money um, because of the amount of time I have to spend on it and like possibly weekly calls with them and like daily messaging backwards and forwards of what's going on. It's a lot of work. I can't really onboard too many like that. Mm. New verticals, because what what you, you don't just load a campaign and it works. You load a campaign, sure. and even as you load it, you spot that something's not right, and you have to change it and reload and change and reload. Change. Okay, I think I've got. I think this is what people are searching for based on some of the feedback that Google's you know AdWords interface is telling me let's let it run for a few days and then you analyze it and you're twisting and turning trying to find the veins of traffic and make it work sure. and yes it's really hard it well I wouldn't say hard work it's like I have to use my brain and the people are hiring me very cheaply for my brain power there um, and I do tell them this up front as well that I'll probably be losing money I'm going to work really hard at the start 
and then the expectation is I'm hoping to dial it in so that it then just runs like clockwork for you and I'm here to help add new campaigns or tune it or turn it off when you go on holiday or whatever it is and that's when I start making my money back sure and they get it that, and they like it and, well and the, the puzzle of you know running AdWords versus say on social media campaigns it sounds you know it's I would say it's just a completely different uh skill set i'd say e- even though even though it's still in the digital marketing space digital advertising it is uh it, it is a different way to get there though even though you're still trying to get to the same end goal but it is you know it, in my opinion and knowing what i know on the social media advertising it is a lot different that's interesting i don't know too much about social well, actually <laughs> i could say i don't know anything but i have run facebook ads in the past years ago and i remember sitting in a business in a startup and i was loading I don't know, 200,000 keywords and ads while the guy next to me was tearing his hair out trying to use the Facebook editor or something, trying to just load a thousand. I know this is pre-IPO days and I presume things have got a lot better by then. But then once he'd got stuff loaded, he was constantly having to fiddle with the ads because of ad fatigue and changing them and adding a red border and then a black border just to change the ads. And I was looking at it going, right, well, I might have dialed in. So those 200,000, apart from like a couple of rebuilds, they're dialed in now. They're working. I'm off building more. Thanks very much. While you're still trying to maintain the ones that you've got. Like, it's like spinning plates. Oh, yeah. Keep spinning them. Whereas I'm like, yep, mine is spinning. I'm, off. <laughs> I'm way off in the distance now. And that's, I think that's the difference. I, I, yeah. I, I couldn't say because I don't well, I mean, do social media. You know, just thinking too, I mean, you know, if Google AdWords, if they had negative reactions or comments, I'm sure there'd be a lot of social media or Google AdWords managers out across the country out of work. <laughs> right. You know, just a lot of people who are mistargeting, misidentifying. Oh, you know, okay. And that's, that's kind of one of the, uh, you know, some something opposite like that with Facebook. It's usually more localized, but at least, yeah. uh, you know, if you're wrong, you know that you're wrong pretty quickly. Right. Well, yeah, this, yeah, and if you're wrong with AdWords, you just get no spend. Yeah. Like you're going to bid on something and go, oh, no impressions, no clicks, no spend. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Let's try something else. And then, so typically, my the biggest complaint I'll have from businesses in maybe the first month, you know, if I can get it work, if I can get it working, they're like, how do we ramp up? How do we get more of this? It's profitable, but we need more more volume. You know, because I start really tight. And then I try, you know, get profitable first, you know, get some quick wins and then try and ramp it up. Um, but the, the stuff that you've got profitable, you just leave it. If it's mm-hmm. still working, sure. And trying to add more, more of these plates, that are, you know, throwing off money. And the real prime example is like built campaigns in 2009 when I got started in this for washing machine repairs. And apart from a few rebuilds, every time like Google, com- Google comes up with new ad styles and stuff like that, just to exploit the new features, um, they're pretty much unchanged. And they're running, yeah. for the last few years, they've been running at like 30 to 40% click-through rate every month. And I don't change them. And guess what is still the top search term for washing machine repairs doubling? It's still washing machine repairs doubling. People still <laughs> right. type it in. They're still typing what they're looking for and where. Presumably because the yellow pages has taught us to type in what and where. Yeah. They're typing it in. And every week it's a different set of people typing in the same thing. So the ad is fresh for them every time. Sure. No, and that definitely, that definitely makes sense where, you know, you have, 
you're putting out the bait and you're trying to attract people in and versus the social media side where social media, you're just kind of, you're, you're spraying a targeted area, but you're still hoping that they catch it. Right. Actually. Yeah. So even when you said you're putting out the bait and you're trying to attract them in, yeah, that is, that is right. But another way of saying it, I prefer is we're just trying to um, get found by the people already searching. They're mm. already searching out there. They're already running around with a phone in their hand, ready to ring them or running around with a, some cash in hand to give to somebody. Or they're, they're, they're coming flying down a hill, we just work out which hill it is and stand at the bottom and catch them. Sure. That's what we're doing. So like, we're not trying to generate demand for something that people are, oh, that was, that was a pretty thingy. I've just, I didn't know you could do that with the iPhone cover or whatever it is. Oh, right. We're not doing that. They're already searching for an iPhone cover or, a, you know, whatever it is. So that's what I love about it all. They're already in motion. All we have to do is just catch them. Sure. On your, say for, you know, say on just a, a lower end or maybe it's medium for you, but say if it's, you're on the thousand dollar a month retainer, I mean, roughly where is that scale to with how much spend they're doing? Oh yes. I've got a kind of a sort of scale a, a table saying if spend is between naught and a thousand, it's sort of like 500 or $600. Well, actually, no, it depends on the currency. It doesn't matter. You know, if you're, it's in the UK, if you spend it up to a thousand pounds, then the, the fees, let's just say 500. Right? Mm-hmm. I can't remember off the top of my head. Then if it's up to 2000, between 1000 and 2000, then it's, can't remember 700 800 and if it goes up again between 2000 4000 then it's got that my fee goes up right so my fee goes up but not as fast as the band increases so sure. like the band is doubling and my fee is going up it's, it's going like from 50 percent of the ad spend to 40 percent of the ad spend to 30 percent to 20 percent to 15 percent it stays at 15 and really i don't get many businesses moving up through those bands because i end up getting more and more sales to them through the same spend sure maybe i should think about that (laughs) (laughs) but right so so far they're not and then a lot of businesses they'll end up saying yep yeah let's just keep to a four thousand a month spend and they're just happy with that and i just leave it at that but sure you know i'm just getting money in it's like money for old rope and occasionally they'll say look we've opened a new office can we create campaigns for that um, I just do it. I don't even, yeah, and, and those also those bands when somebody just pops over from a thousand, you know, they're spending 900 a month now all of a sudden to 1200, I don't suddenly go, right. You owe me more money. <laughs> sure. I, like, I agree it and say, look, we've been over a thousand quite a lot. I think the, you know, or whatever, actually most of the time I don't, don't bother, but I like to say that at the beginning so that they have an idea that as things grow, right they can't just go from 400 to 4,000 <laughs> yeah or like you know 100,000 a month from whatever right yeah and that's that, that's kind of interesting too where you know where I think you mentioned it before with uh or just a second ago you know a lot of the times they might eventually get to their max capacity and then they won't actually have the physical manpower to keep doing more because if they did you know they they couldn't fulfill their their leads yeah, absolutely. I've got like um, clients and they turn off the ads most of the yeah. time. <laughs> Literally, it's like so they can catch up. Um, and I'm like, okay. I'm thinking I need to do something about that possibly. Maybe have two clients in the same location somehow. I haven't worked it out because I'd never, you know, that's 
explicit. I didn't state it explicitly that I would only have one client in that, say one plumber in Dublin. I haven't explicitly said I mm-hmm. only have one plumber in Dublin when I signed him up, but I think, you know, I, I just, <laughs> I wouldn't go and just sign somebody else up and compete with my first client. Sure. Well, I'm sure just on your, on yourself, you know, you don't want to have, you know, two B minus campaigns running. If they're competing against themselves, you'd rather have, you know, that solid A client who could, or at least I guess in, in my mind, that's what I'd rather be doing. Kind of like with, I, I must admit, I haven't even tried it. I wonder like <laughs> those two clients might have completely different offers. Yeah. And the, well, the answer true. might be completely different. I wouldn't be like duplicating one to the other. I'd know what's, what key, what search terms have the volume. So I'd bid on them, but, yeah if you could have the separate offers different you know maybe one's high end one's one's low end one can afford to be in a a top out position the other can't because they're low end but you know they convert the one converts the you know the premium stuff and one converts the the other because their business is literally oh i just want to do washing machine repairs someone else is like no 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 we just touch touch commercial you know electrical thingies contractor work Okay. Yeah. So maybe they would have different ads, but they're bidding on the same search. I haven't even thought about this before, but I, but this is an example where I do have a client, and they have. I'm sure they have the ads off more often than on. Uh, sure. And they're still paying me. <laughs> so, yeah. There we go. Well, and then from you know from their side of the industry too, where you know we're we're probably you know I guess. At least myself, I know for sure, you know, I'm an outsider. So kind of like what you mentioned, though, if one's residential and one's commercial, where the outside world might say, oh, it's just plumbing, um, you know, for them, it is completely two different jobs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've got some of these. I don't like I don't we just do residential. Um, and I'm like, OK, gosh, I wonder what you do with the commercial leads that mm-hmm. come through then. <laughs> I wonder if I can somehow filter them before they even get to your you know, okay, so maybe, maybe I don't send them to your website. Send them to a page where it says if you're looking for a residential, and then if they click or they see that phone number, it goes, they ring that business, and if it's commercial, they ring another phone number. Yeah, and then you kind of become your own directory. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and that's something else I was going to say is, I'm totally making this up as I go along. I'm totally, I'm totally aware that there's people with much better agencies an agent's experience than me but i'm not even building an agency i don't i'm not trying to build an agency um in the sense that i i'm not trying to build campaigns in other people in the clients accounts and send traffic to their website like i do have some clients like that and i charge them they're the they're, they're the ones i charge more you know because at some point they might go andy this is great we don't need you now Thank you very much. I'm like, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. That happens. Um, but the other ones, the ones I can afford to charge cheaper, it's because that's my AdWords account, my landing page. They put their, they put their credit card details in and pay Google. I put their phone number on the page and probably, you know, brand it as them. But if they ever stop paying, I've, <laughs> I've built these assets and I own them. I can just find another plug, another dude in another yeah. plumbing business or whatever. Well, that was, that's actually something I saw, you know, and I thought was interesting so when you sent me that and then you said that you actually still own it. How are, were you doing just a, just a redirect? Um, yeah. I, 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 or are you it. actually messing around with their backend code and then no, uploading? No, 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 no. Right. A, a lot of people they already have a website. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll, I'll, 
this is what typically happen. And I'll explain this is what's going to happen. That I'll load up campaigns, we'll send people to your page. Don't worry about redoing your website. Put that on hold for a minute. Put the money into getting people to your current website and trying to get sales out of it, but also buy the data of what people are looking for. Then we'll work out what pages you need to build potentially. And you can either go and get that done by whoever built your website, or I suggest use us to do it because we create pages that match the campaigns and are designed to get your phone calls and, you know, form fills or whatever, whatever they're after. And then, then, like I said, we've built a business case typically of like, well, you spent 500 quid of all these people coming through and they're not quite seeing what they want on the page. And I can show them that and they go, oh yeah, that page isn't great. I thought it would be, but it's, it's not great for this kind of, these search, search intent. And I, then I'll show them what we could do. They love it. We build it. It's on our servers. It's our proprietary code. Like we've built these templates. I've been working with a developer for the last couple of years. And we've, we've, we're on version three of our template with all tracking and tacticals and all this kind of stuff. And then we build it on our server, which is also super fast compared to their servers typically. And then they, I don't know, was it called an A record or something? They go and create a subdomain on their, on their domain and link our page appears on that subdomain. And this is where I'm showing my lack of techie skills because my developer keeps telling me how this works and I keep going, right. <laughs> we just, sure. we just get it. So that um, contact.andyblack.com is actually where we're going to send the AdWords visitors and that is our landing page, but it doesn't reside on their host, their service, sorry, resides on our servers. So gotcha. I, I think that's how like unbounce and lead pages and all that lot work. You know, yeah. Pages exist on their servers, but they appear on your domain as a subdomain. I don't know. I was going to say, yeah, technically I, I guess, you know, depending on who owns the account, say if it's lead pages or click funnels or whatever, you know, yeah. you can then host it through, their site with WordPress or whatever, you know, just kind of move it over. But yeah, on the, on the tech side, I'm not hundred percent sure. Yeah. How, you know, like you said, with your developer, setting them up with a multi-site, setting them up with contact dot, whatever, yeah. um, you know, I'm not hundred percent sure how you would do that versus making it a separate page. Yeah. Right. Well, basically as long as we've, it's like lead pages, we create these pages mm -hmm. that run our system they appear on your domain. However it's done, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so, um, and they're quick and they work. And even for one client, they liked the page so much, they said, can we have this as our homepage? <laughs> yeah. Or their web, no, not homepage, as our website. So we just became their, their actual website. And it was sure. like a single long, kind of those long form sales pages. Yeah. Well, that's, I feel like I've seen a lot of the templates now are going towards that. They're going to more of a vertically stacked, uh, you know, you might hit about and instead of a separate page, it just moves you down two sections. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of annoys me that <laughs> but yeah. when it happens, but yeah, so we created that page for it. And actually we're now making that into a five page site for her Okay. where when they click, it take, opens up another page as people kind of expect. And we're doing that because it's like, Oh, hold on suddenly in the web development web design space we weren't we were just doing landing pages but now somebody wanted it to be their website so why don't we just try and make it look like a website and then we can offer websites to people <laughs> right so it's, it's quite amusing um 
Okay, but okay. So what I'm saying is, if I'm owning the assets, and then potentially I could even make these pages free if it's on my domain. If the actual page is going to appear on my domain, and I did that with a business where they have a website. I think they spent three thousand euros for it. Looks nice and clean, but they're getting zero vis, no, just no leads from it. And he actually contacted me. We had a call, and he was like, "Oh, I'm paying about forty euros a month for it. I've paid three grand, but I'm I'm tempted to just turn it off because it's not worth it." Sure. Um, and we created a page for him, but it's on my domain. And at one point, I was looking at the uh, the domain wasn't a great name for this for this industry, and I was looking at the click through rate of the ads compared to a couple of other clients who are in the same industry but in different cities. And I was like, oh, "This isn't very good. Let's change the." domain let's go and buy a domain that's industry specific and put his page on it and that increased his click-through rate which was great and then i sort of realized he didn't even know we did that he didn't he actually doesn't know where his page is <laughs> he literally unless he does a search and sees his own ad which i don't he's never mentioned he's done so i thought that was great yeah he's pay, paying per month and getting phone calls and he doesn't care how it happens sure I'm just trying to, I'm still trying to wrap my head too. And that, and you actually brought up just something really interesting too about the idea of possibly a free landing page, but then just doing, you know, almost like a, you know, just kind of, Hey, if you want it, just keep paying this monthly retainer. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, it's just kind of framing it as well. It's a free yeah. landing page or per, per month instead of paying 50 euros a month and then 250 for AdWords, you can just frame it saying, well, it's 300 for AdWords and you get a free landing page or maybe, yeah. or maybe I just like, don't care. And I have the option of saying, well, it could be 300 to create a page on and it appear on your domain or it could be zero and it'll appear on our domain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This directory, sorry, not our domain. They're like, what are you talking about? Honest directory. We're going to create a plumbing directory and create your page and it'll be free and we'll send, send people to that and I'll have your phone number. Oh, okay. Free versus like, so some people are like, no, no, no. I want it on my, my, branded domain and okay cool well that's gonna be 300 build it and whatnot and then per month uh, or if you just put it on our directory as like a nice simple thing like the yellow pages page i guess yeah. then that could be cheaper or it could be free and all i'm doing there is just having a couple of different prices and like letting people choose and it's a possibly a way of populating a for want of a better word a directory that i own where i've given mm -hmm. people a choice and they go no 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 i'd rather pay to have it on there okay that's cool and no i'm quite happy to put it on that domain because i haven't even got a website right yeah and that does happen if somebody's come to me <laughs> and they don't even have a website yet so I'm, I'm tempted to say well we can build something for free we'll slap it on here and you just sort of pay the ads and and then the fee to us just i'm just trying to I, me personally it's funny i'm always working out how can i make it cheaper yeah well it, and i no brainer i think yeah that that's kind of the same where you know i'm just trying to think of ways where you know but there's obviously a uh, kind of a catch point that you want to reach you know where if they were to cancel you know by month two you you wanted to make at least x amount of money um you know, just to kind of make it worth your while still. Um, it's kind of, yeah, I don't think it would, for a lot of these, it isn't make it worth my I could, I could earn more money as a consultant mm -hmm. with bespoke clients. 
definitely. But what I'm doing here is I'm trying to build build the find out which verticals this my techniques and tactics work for, where there's enough search volume and where the landing page styles that we're using, you know, is urgent enough for them people to click on the tap to call. And we don't need loads of pretty pictures just yet. We are moving into some verticals where we're starting to add prettier pictures like flooring and things like that. Um, but like if, if after two months it hasn't worked, then that's great for me. The next time somebody comes in from that vertical, I go, oh, sorry, <laughs> it doesn't work. So I've got yeah. to learn. And if it does work and then they cancel, I'm like, oh, deadly. I'm rubbing my hands going, I know how to make this work. <laughs> yeah. Even if I don't find another person in, in this city, that I've got is what I'm always amazed at. I am paid by a business owner, even if it's very little, to learn their vertical from a business owner in that vertical using their ad spend and yeah. trying to generate leads for them, which is a really sexy thing to do for a business, leads and sales, and they are going to be pretty vocal if it isn't working, which is what I want. Actually, you know what? A lot of them aren't that vocal. It's really quite annoying, but <laughs> yeah. So I need that. I need that feedback to dial it in. And the alternative is I could pay to speak to like 10 business owners in the vertical to try and find out what their problems are when I, <laughs> more leads would help. But I could, like, I, I, if I say, look, I'll have a chat with you to, uh, tonight and it goes on for an hour. They're, the business owner is delighted like seeing what I'm doing and giving me the feedback and me instantly changing ads or adding new things in and whatnot. They can, they can see all that happening. I should be charging a fortune for that, but I'm learning from them as they tell me, Oh no, this, no, this kind of offer would work better and blah, blah, blah. Oh really? I didn't know that. And honestly, if they cancel later on, I've got those campaigns. I can yeah. do stuff with them. And they, but we mentioned this before. This is my, this is my entrepreneurial ADD, my Achilles heel. <laughs> I like it so much that I'm like, oh, it's a completely brand new vertical. I've never even heard of it. Right. I didn't know so many people were searching for whatever that is. What is that thing? And then, yeah. like, and then I'm like all excited going, wow, I wonder if this is worldwide or across the whole US. Right. <laughs> so I get yeah. distracted when I already know that plumbing works or washing machine repairs works. I should really be doubling down on that. But whatever, sure. I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> I think that, you know, and I think you also mentioned too before in the past that, you know, that you don't cold call, that you're pretty much strictly referrals. Um, yeah. I mean, have you, have you thought about putting together any sort of like webinar type thing where, you know, at least it would kind of at least get the wheels turning in their mind then to reach out to you? Yeah, I have. I have. Uh, the thing I really would like to do, and I've not done it as well as I, I I'm still not happy i've done it properly it's like i've written a lot of content i think i've almost written too much content for the well i definitely have written too much content for the average business owner who just wants to get his head around it and i could like could i create a one minute video that just explains it for people for the penny to drop like penny definitely drops when i talk to people at adwords who are using it they go oh my god i get it I, i've had so many calls where i can see the video where they sit back they've had an aha moment and I want to can that so that, but I wouldn't make it a webinar. I just have this video that explains it and I just get it up everywhere. Right. Sure. And my goal wouldn't be, oh, to get people to sign up, for, get, buy an e get an ebook or blah, blah. It's like, this is the thing that frustrates me the most. It's like people are just out there losing money and not understanding it when yeah. actually 
it's like all this to me it's like there's a lot of it's explained like a, a geek or a techie is explaining it whereas the business owner doesn't think that way doesn't want to hear those words and when you explain it in the way they understand and they go oh i get it then for me that's like there we go job done you're not going to now spend 15 grand of your redundancy on a website and building it out to be eBay for parents selling buggies or whatever. You're actually going to build something really simple, fire some traffic at it and work out where the demand is and blah, 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 and all those things. And it might cost you like 200 quid instead of the 15 grand. And you're going to save the 15 for once you've found something that works and then go, in, go into that. Like that's the message I just want to get out there. Really. Sure. Um, and then obviously some of them are going to come through go, uh, can you do that for me? And others are just going to go off and try it. That's great. Yeah. Well, I, I think too, you know, just kind of what you hit the, you kind of hit the nail on the head for a lot of the people who are, you know, the amateurs or the aspiring freelancers, they are learning a technique where, you know, you put out the ads, then you give them the, the little bit just to be able to pay back for the ads. But a lot of them end up just running in the negative. They you know, they run in the red because, what they're giving away either isn't good or it's somebody else's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I as, as you can imagine, business owners like to hear that I say, look, we're going to try and do this on a whiff of spend. Mm-hmm. So right. Exact words I use, a whiff of spend. We're going to do this as the lowest spend as possible. And they're like, well, how can you, what would you mean? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to build all these campaigns. And if nobody's searching for it, this thing that these ideas, you know, this service and that location, if nobody's searching for that, then the ad won't show. There'll be no click and you'll have no spend. But if they are, well, first off, we're going to cap the daily spend to $10 a day or $5 a day, whatever. If they are, we're going to hit that budget quick and we'll, but we all know that, Oh my goodness, by 10 o'clock in the morning, that campaign hit that hit its budget. So we've hit a rich vein of traffic, but we didn't overspend. Sure. And then it's like, well, actually, you know, of those five clicks, 10 clicks, whatever it is we bought, did you get any inquiries? And if they go, oh my goodness, we did get one. It's like, oh, wow, let's release this and let it have a 20 quid budget or whatever. So mm. I explain that to people and they go, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> that's what I want people to go, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And then, right, so, so that's how we're going to start. And like, so you're probably going to end up spending more with me than on the ads. And that's kind of, I think, how it should be at the start you're paying for my expertise to make to buy data with the ads and get your leads at the same time but at the the deliverable after the first month you'd hope is like a you've got some leads to cover the cost of all or sales to cover the cost of all this but even if you haven't you've got data that's going to tell you the business owner what everyone's looking for so like you're selling blue widgets but everyone's looking for red widgets right that data that's really going to help you yeah gosh just give me a soapbox (laughs) (laughs) no i mean i love hearing it you know especially because it is you know it's similar but it's it's slightly different slightly varied but i think at least you know at least for goals and mindset wise i think we are kind of uh you know at least similar page of you know what what we're trying to do for people and you know how to get there yeah i like it this doesn't get old for me i'm doing it doing it since 2009 i'm still fascinated chatting to somebody some a business a i'm chatting to a business owner i love that anyway yeah um that's just amazing i'm chatting to business owners every single day it's great and then like each business is unique but then some of them are in verticals they never heard of it's like goodness yeah. what is that thing that you're selling 
never heard of that what is what luxury vinyl tiling what, what is that actually i still don't know what that is i must google it <laughs> it's you know we're selling it i must work out what that is but um i find that fascinating so it never gets old and then i can help people love that and the best bit is when you load a campaign and they start getting phone calls and they start getting sales and then they're just gobsmacked and you can hear yeah. the voice go i've just had a, i've just I, we've just sold this thing. We've never, we haven't, we haven't sold that for a couple of years or, or they say the phones are off the hook. The phones are off the hook. And then the MD has to step in and answer the phones as well. I haven't been on the phones for like a couple of years kind of sure. thing or since, uh, the good old SEO days. Right. <laughs> yeah. So when you get that kind of feedback, it keeps you going. It's great. Now, obviously it doesn't work all the time, but, um, okay. So I, Three, four years ago, I was thinking, right, the way to scale this is to try and teach people what I do. Because obviously there's a ton of people who want to learn this stuff for their own business, but also to be a freelancer and set up an agency or whatever. And then just from chatting to people and training a lot of people, some people can get going, get results. They definitely can get going and get results. And then, but I just thought, okay, the two hours or the that you've no hold on the two hours we've been on a call me trying to explain this to you i could have just have built this instead of me showing you how to build it i could have just done it in about 30 minutes <laughs> right. you would have a campaign that's likely to be working and you'd be off dealing with sales instead of fiddling around with adwords so that's why i just dropped the whole diy stuff i actually thought i was underserving people not serving you as well as i could if i just took you on as a client sure yeah. Well, I think that that's kind of, you know, to, I guess, to bring it back full circle is, uh, you know, what we were talking about with a lot of them, you know, say if they aren't really producing, uh, <laughs> you know, and if they aren't really there where, you know, in 12 months, they might not, you know, they might all of a sudden say, cut the budget, cut whatever, you know, what, I'm not paying for this anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I can't, or, because a lot of the times too, with, I think some of the services like plumbing or electricians, it might be a little bit different because, those are, you know, if you have a leaky pipe, you have to get somebody there. You know, there, there's not really, you just can't push it off, say for, you know, for an agent who might be trying to, you know, convert a lead into an actual client into a sale, you know, just converting them into being, Hey, I'll go look for homes with you. And then converting that into, yes, I actually want to purchase this home. You know, those, those are two completely different barriers. And I think that a lot of them, you know, it, just because it's a lower barrier to entry, uh, you know, a lot of them just quite frankly, aren't very good salespeople. Most of them came from a second or third industry before and they thought, you know, I'm going to try this and that's what they end up doing. They just end up trying it. Yeah. Yeah. I no, I have run some campaigns in the U S I know in the UK, because I'm trying to sell a house at the moment. I ran some campaigns of people looking for houses for sale in this, in that city mm -hmm. and then and my goodness but i was getting really cheap visits and a lot of them like it's like an obscure little city in the uk and actually then i was looking at search terms and people were searching by street mm. actually yeah. street name so i was like right and i have to go exact match just people looking for a house for sale in this city and not allow all these street names through and then just bid on that street name as well and for me, that's like, oh, this is super, super long tail, yeah. which makes sense because that's how I would search. I would certainly search for, you know, houses in the city name, maybe even down to a street. I've not personally done that myself, but 
you know, there's obviously people do that. Now, I'm pretty sure the search search type, um, search behavior is going to be the same in the US. And this is what plays into my hands. And I've, I have done a little bit of, of investigation, investigating and research for a guy, a real estate agent in Canada, or was it the US? I can't remember now. And what I found was uh, a lot of real estate agents have a website and they're using the MLS, like a feed mm -hmm. of all the, the properties for sale. And somebody might be looking for um, apartments in Chicago and then they click an ad, the, the AdWords ad that come through and it says, here's, here's the properties in Chicago. And then you have to go and change it to see all the apartments. Or you might yep. be looking for a suburb in, I actually have no idea about any suburbs. Right, so let's, uh, let's just use Dublin. You know, might imagine there's Dublin in America. Well, there is. Um, so somebody's looking for apartments in Dublin. Boom, they land on the page. It says Dublin property. They go, oh, okay. Uh, and then they change the drop down to say apartments. Then if they search for apartments in Black Rock, which is like a nice area in Dublin, then the ad says, maybe says Black Rock apartments, probably not. But then when they click through and we go to the landing page, what does the landing page say? It says Dublin property. And they're like, oh. right. I've got to select your area, okay, BlackRock, and then select type of property, yeah, apartments. That's what I searched for, right? Whereas, really, when they hit the page, it should have showed a list of all the apartments in BlackRock. Sure. Houses, not other locations. And I saw that, and I was like, my goodness, that's just so easy to beat that. And yeah. even like a lot of the big guys, you said Zillow. I don't know if Zillow is good enough to be doing that. A lot of the big guys no, are oh. doing that. A lot of the user experience uh, and the user interfaces are not very good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they, they just, uh, you know, they're, they're just not, um, you know, and that's why, that, that that's why there, a lot of it. That, sorry, that one there isn't necessarily the user interface is bad. It's the fact that the search term that they typed in, often the, the ad isn't going to echo it. Sure. Yeah, it doesn't it's even match. It's a long tail. It's like apartments, Black Rock, and you just said uh, Dublin property. Okay, I'll click through. So if an ad that said apartments doubling, you're more likely to click on that. Or if it said BlackRock pro property, you're more likely to click on that. But the one you're definitely going to click on or is going to stand out is going to be BlackRock apartments. So you're going to click mm -hmm. on that one and then you come through to the page and it's not that the, the interface is bad, but all those, what you've just typed in has not been passed through to the page so that the page has got relevant results. Right. So you just hit the page and it goes... Looking for apartments, uh, looking for property in Dublin. Yeah, oh god, I've got to fit in this thing. So, just give people what they want. It's that simple. Yeah, um, and that—that's what I spotted in—in in, I can't remember was it US or Canada, but they were using the MLS. I was like, right, that can be beaten definitely. And oh, yeah. so I've shelved that. That's upon my shelf as something to do <laughs> as I'm doing sure. all this other stuff. So, yeah, I wonder. You know, I I wonder on the same token because I'm not too too familiar on the AdWords side. I wonder, you know, what the competitive pricing is versus, you know, when the the multi million dollar Zillow is buying that versus uh, you know, top agent in Dublin is buying it. And um, I, I think that Well it's right, the strategy is to go long tail. Let's have the same kind of bid price for well, the same bid price for everything. So property Dublin, everybody's bidding on it because it's obvious. Right. Right, and your one pound, one euro bid price, one dollar bid price, you don't get seen. You don't get a looking. But they're not they they they're not bidding on BlackRock apartments. 
right in fact what are the there are apartments there's houses there's property there's condos there's flats all those different words that people are typing in and then you've got like the hundred locations within dublin so that's 10 types of things and 100 that's a thousand they're not bidding on all those permutations sure so you bid on all those permutations with a one dollar bid price the short head that everyone's looking for dublin property you don't get a look in but you pick up visitors from all the long tail yeah yeah so you, you, you win you beat them on the long tail you keep you get profitable there then as you get profitable you're earning per click as your earning per click is turn gets higher than your cost per click say your earning per click becomes two dollars then you push your bid prices up so that you're paying one dollar fifty now now you're in a higher ad position and you're getting more volume on these long tail locations and you start appearing for the short ahead and then you you do something so you're prepared to now pay three dollars a click well now you push all your bids you're paying three dollars a click and all of a sudden you start to appear a little bit for property doubling until eventually like i had this conversation with someone yesterday it's like I take on the competition by being a flood under their floorboards. I seep up through the floorboards and sure. rise up until they're like, what's going on? It's around their neck versus a flood that can barrel in through the door that they see. And they can shut the door and do stuff about. I just like seep my way through the floorboards coming up. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. You know, and that, and that's something where, you know, I, I, I wasn't really, you know, not, not that I was unaware of long tail versus, you know, versus just kind of the block typing in, but, uh, you know, it just, it makes sense, you know, when somebody else is explaining it, because I've never tried to run a long tail or a Google ads campaign. Yeah. Uh, 12, no, not 12, 120 million keywords in ads is most have done for a company. Pretty damn long tail. Yeah. That was, um, yeah, th th yeah, it's pretty, I don't know how different a skill set is from social. I, I really don't know because I'm not doing social. Don't really sure. have any plans to do social either. I'll just, I'll just hire somebody to do it. Right. Um, at this stage um okay I, so i was gonna say even, even i think the mindset is a little bit different with uh you know but kind of going back further too with with the google side they're actively searching for that yeah. Yeah. you know yeah exactly like when somebody when the search term is dublin plumbers I'm like, i know what you're after when the search term is plumber jobs dublin i know what you're after and ain't mm -hmm. a plumber <laughs> right you know? and obviously you can do targeting on on facebook like somebody is a plumber you do something or other and whatever yep. but i don't know i'm just kind of dumb i think i need to i need it spelled out to me exactly what somebody's looking for <laughs> i think that's possibly part of it like maybe it's the maths and it background yeah that i think in straight this is what i liken it to paid search is straight lines social media is circles <laughs> i'm like i can't i can't think in circles yeah no, I think that that's definitely a, you know, I, I think that that's kind of spot on. Yeah. And it's, it's actually funny. We're kind of strain. Actually, I don't even know what the topic was, but we're straight. <laughs> I'm rambling on. It's funny <laughs> that I do get white labeled by agencies. It's funny. The agencies that, you know, bring me in to do the AdWords stuff. They often do everything else. They do the websites, the logo design, the branding and, you know, all their brand assets and whatnot. And they talk about all those kind of words and then they do all the social media and then they're like, AdWords, right, hold on, you do AdWords. And I literally, yeah. that's the only thing I do for them and that's the only thing they don't do out of the whole set of digital marketing type things. 
find that quite, I find that interesting. I have no idea why that is. I think it's almost like it's a real IT techie sort of thing where IT's and techies excel as long as they've got a bit of a marketing brain. Yeah. And there's, you know, it's more, uh, yeah, I guess more numbers, more analytics. It's not the, uh, it's not big picture, social shares, videos, anything like that. <laughs> oh yeah. God, no, they don't care about that. So yeah. Like spent, spent 40 grand actually one company I worked for we spent 120 grand yesterday <laughs> better have made more than 130 or 140 yeah you know that's all we care about it's like pure direct response yeah yeah which i like okay so uh, is this helped what were we originally going to talk about webinars no, or something it, no I, I definitely think it did help i think it was definitely uh you know, because I was, I, we've been kind of bouncing back questions and comments, I think, the last few days or so. <laughs> so, you know, so it was, uh, you know, so it was definitely good. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, it, just in general, I was, you know, looking at the, because the market that I'm going after right now, um, it, it's obviously, it's not a new thing to go after this market at all by any means. But, <laughs> you know, but I was just thinking and wondering, you know, just uh, as far as, you know, do you give them something, you know, do you give them something cheap, moderately priced, or do you just sell them the tools at a higher price and say, here, go do it? Yeah. I no, I wonder what, right, I'm going to put inverted quotes, expert would say. <laughs> I know what I'd do. I'll just get everyone through and then go, um, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. Not quite like that. But, you know, this is why I like forums and Facebook groups. I can see what people are stuck on. I just, like, I just like going in and helping and writing sure. stuff. Before I know it, I've written like a, a lot. And then yeah. I purpose that. And then I find I'm repeating myself and I go, oh, what was that thing I wrote a while back? Cannot find them for the life of me in Facebook groups. Cannot. But like, I'll go and find it. I paste it again, post it again, post it. Oh, okay. So this particular thing that I did once, I've now posted a load of times. It resonates. It helps lots of people. Rightio. And yeah. then I start getting a feel for the different types. I don't know what to call them, segments in the market of the people who want to learn it, the people who want to hire somebody, whatever. The people who are freelancers who want to grow the business, the people who are in a job that want to go freelancing. It's like they're all asking different questions from each other, but they're all they're all same as each other. So I sort of get an idea of that. So I just, what would I do? I'd, what would I be tempted to do? Just create a facebook group and drop everybody into it <laughs> right i'm yeah. here ask me anything yeah I'll ask you and some are just going to sit and lurk and then go then pm you and go right um how you know how much is it to hire or whatever stuff like yeah. that yeah well that's yeah. actually you know so my my plan is you know at least in my my local market it's pretty good population here um so i'm actually going to be doing some of these are actually going to be live and in-person classes perfect um, yeah and so it's actually going to be interactive, you know, belly to belly, face to face yeah. and be able to break down a, you know, a good amount of it. Um, you know, cause like we said too, just with, with where the general consumer is, their knowledge and their technical skills are very, very low compared to, you know, what, what, you know, you said you could do in 30 minutes, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, uh, they, that, that's where a bulk of the actual live portion is going to be is getting them through some of the more basic stuff and then, you know, knowing, knowing that it should be enough to kind of pique their interest to keep going further. Yeah. If we can paint the picture at least and let them know, you know, this is possible. Other agents around the country, that's, you know, who we're doing it for. Um, you know, but just as far as, 
being there live and in person, I think, is definitely uh, yeah. going to be the advantage. That I think I think so. I I I would prefer to do a live workshop than a, mm-hmm. a webinar online. I actually I enjoy stuff like that. I've done a few before. I've been meaning to do one in my county. Um, so maybe I'll just do one of those. And all I need is an internet connection and a flip chart. And I'm off yeah. in a room full of people. And I just make it up as I go along. I've done it so many times. I can just go with the flow and it's just exciting and interesting, which brings, you know, no no PowerPoint in sight, which keeps people awake and alert and sure. involved anyway. And yeah, I don't know if you're smart. I suppose you can video it and do stuff with that. Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's how I'd get started. And then... Yeah. Okay. So what would I be explaining? What I'd want to explain is what you need to do and why it works. So that the penny drops, everyone goes, Oh, this is a lot simpler than I thought. Then you just show them a bit of the how. And in fact, what I do and what I've done in my course, this is how you do it. This is what you need to do. This is why it works. This is how you do it. And it's enough for somebody to get results without losing their shirt. Mm hmm. Yeah, and if there isn't any search volume, then it's just not going to work for them. They just don't. They don't. They don't have the funnel so wide they get loads of junk coming to their, you know, the top of the funnel so wide they get loads of junk coming to their page and website, and nobody's going to convert. They have it quite tight. And my exceedingly clever line is that you need to get some skin in the game without losing your shirt. That's basically what you need. Yeah, that's the only way to learn. But you've got to be in it long enough to to learn you can't like wasted a grand um spend and got nothing back like in two days that's no good sure <laughs> yeah yeah so that so that okay so if i was to do a workshop or or even a webinar i've almost found that the more i give away like the more i try and educate people on what this is what you need to do this is why and this is how you do it the more no, i'm not gonna say intimidate the more they go oh my goodness that's like really clever. I wouldn't have thought of that. Some of them are going to go off and try and do it. And the ones who would hire are much more likely to hire because they go, right, that's genius. Well, that's really clever. I've thought of that. And what you just did there in Excel, I couldn't even follow it. I'm not even going to try to follow it. <laughs> um, how much is it? That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm going to let you get away. I have no idea how long right. we've been chatting, but... It's been recording. I'll chop off the end, okay. the start and the end, and I'll shove it into sure. my accidental podcast, if that's all right. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. Um, and keep pinging me with any questions you got. Yeah. No, I'd love to. I'm in exactly the same spot as well. Going, should I do a webinar? Why would I do well, a webinar? I'd, I'd, yeah. Sure. And I, I think that, you know, just for, you know, like you said, you don't, you know, you're not really messing around with the social side, and I haven't really messed around with the Google AdWords side, even though, you know, I'm sure brain capacity, we could both easily, <laughs> you know, if, if you really put your mind to it, either one of us could learn the other side, um, but it just doesn't, you know, it doesn't pique your interest at the same, and that's, uh, so it's, I think that we yeah, have a lot to I kind can, of bounce I off of. a switch and be as good at Facebook as I am at AdWords, great, but it ain't going to happen, and as I try and learn AdWords, I'm I wouldn't even really be coming off the boil with that. No, as I try and learn Facebook, I wouldn't be coming off the boil with AdWords, but it's not to do with technical skills at this stage for the both of us. It's to, to do yeah. with commercial skills is to like make 
add more value and get paid more for the skills we've already got. I don't need to learn Facebook. There's so much money being spent on AdWords. That sure. On that. But you're right, actually. This is, this is quite interesting. Maybe this stuff I could do to help you generate leads for real estate agents. And then also the stuff you could help me with my clients to help them get more leads through social media. And then even me getting leads through social media. and Even me getting helping you get leads through paid search. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I, I think on, I think on your end too, like you like you mentioned with the webinar thing, I think that that could be huge for you, just as far as you know, putting that out there. Um, you know, because there there are a lot of try to sell their agency stuff online, but it, you know, there's a lot of it you can tell. You know, the Ty Lopez's of the world. <laughs> you know, you can tell you're like, eh, he's going to give me a lot of grand, you yeah. know, terminology, but it's not going to be applicable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have. I've been told by people to go do. Just go do it, Andy. And I'm like, no, but I don't want to because a, I'm swamped. Work. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Flipping. Go and get a ton more work, and then I can't fulfill it. You know, I ain't got my, my systems in place yet. So I, I think I'll eventually get there. But people are saying like, you've just got a unique way of explaining it. Plus, also other people say I think it could be because of my techie background, being in IT mm. for 15 years and being a bit of a geek that uh, I don't come across as a salesperson. I come across as someone who's super excited about my subject and just wants people to understand it as well as I do. Please, God, please, somebody understand it. Well, I can't do it. I'm so frustrated trying to explain it. Nobody gets it. So and all I have to do is stand there with a flip chart. And, I, I could, and actually, here's the other thing. I'm best live. I am best live. So mm. I suppose it's sure. does lean towards a webinar where if people are asking questions, I'm like, I'll just go off and rant on one. Um, yeah. That's why I'm good in forums and Facebook groups. People say stuff and I go, Oh, I know. The, uh, and I say, I say one liner and before I know it, I've written like flipping four pages. Um, so I should do it. I should do it. Sure. Time. He says, yeah, that's, I've been saying I, it for years, mate. I think, you know, and this kind of just one last one for you, I think because you mentioned too where you're constantly, you're able to generally talk to the business owner. Um, So are are you mostly just in, uh, I I don't know, I guess what, it it sounded like plumbing and electricians, so it sounded like a lot of the blue collar verticals, um, Um, or or is that wrong? Yeah, there is blue collar, no, but also legal. Okay. And like got some e-commerce type things like industrial type stuff some startups my goodness hold on <laughs> i'm looking at the, the other side of the board and spotted lead gen businesses that are generating leads and selling the leads on a lot of it is yeah building and trades then there's like i'm working with an affiliate which i think is really quite interesting Mm-hmm. generating leads and signups, email signups, and then he's sending them offers via the email and on his thank you page, he's got like offers as well. So he's on, just trying to run break even on the front of the funnel and then yeah. profit. So I'm working with him on that and I've got some ideas for that as well. Yeah. See a click funnels guy? He's not. No, he's not using click funnels. Uh, I was going to say, because that, that's a huge, uh, you know, that that's like the Russell Brunson strategy that he teaches everybody. Oh yeah. 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 Kind of know that one. It's all about, EPC and CPCs matching and then making the money on the uh, R plus R equals profit. Repeat business and referrals is profit. <laughs> yeah. Just get the, the front dialed in. Um, but this guy's good. He knows his stuff. He's talking about EPCs and stuff as well, which like we're gobsmacked. Other people aren't talking about it. It's like, how can you run if you don't know your EPCs? But sure. that's because we're kind of media buyers, I suppose. Uh, sure. So there's that dude. And then 
funnily enough, a company I worked for doing the arbitrage type stuff of like paid search to pages with kind of ads or AdSense. I'm not even sure. But anyway, they contacted me again. It's like, I want a freelancer to help with that stuff. Okay. <laughs> I just get, oh man, this is all inbound. I don't, I don't, I don't have time to cold call. Um, yeah. Personally, it's all inbound and it's all random. Sure. It's all interesting. Well, that's kind of, you know, I don't know. I, you know, and I don't know if it's the same, if it's a shiny object thing or not, but for myself, so I've been working with other agents. I've been working, you know, with other real estate people because that was the network that I knew. And then I was trying to move over towards, you know, with the dentist, chiropractors, uh, you know, yeah. more of the, more of the professional services side. And, you know, what I was finding was even though that there's a lot of entrepreneurs and owners, you know, the dentist, doctors, lawyers, they just didn't have time to talk to a person. Um, yeah. I found that as well. You know, so I was like, man, you know what, this is, it's annoying because I know that I can help and I know that they have the money to spend <laughs> and and they could always get in more. But at the same time, I'm like, all right, well, on the real estate side, I know that the general agent doesn't make a ton compared to a doctor, but at least they, they're always responsive and they're always hungry for leads. And in yeah. insurance, it's the same thing over here too. It's, you know, they, they want to, they want leads. Leads to them is, you know, that's gold for them. Yeah. Yeah, actually, you touch, that's a good point. Like, I don't have any dentists left. I, I did have a dentist. I don't know whether it was working for him. Just never got any feedback. Yeah. It was just <laughs> like pulling teeth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear, I didn't mean that. But um, there we go. And he ended up selling his business and it all gotcha. came to an end because of that, which was which is great. But I just, I just wanted to cut the relationship. If I'm not getting feedback... Uh, look, if, it, if it's if the feedback is oh it's great let's just keep running excellent but if it if it's just tumbleweeds constantly right you spent this much last week you had this many visitors how many inquiries and sales did you think you got from adwords or how many inquiries have you noticed it going up or down or what and it's just tumbleweed all the time for months and then sure. uh can you turn them off we're going on holiday <laughs> then can you turn on, them back? It's like, on adwords i mean for say if it's a dollar a click or uh, I was going to say not. I don't know if I'm even just, just roughly say for if they wanted to spend a thousand dollars, you know, per month, does it go by impressions or by clicks? Clicks. Okay. It goes by clicks. Yeah. So, okay. Gotcha. So, but they, will their click actually, can you set the cap? You know, I only want to pay a dollar per click. Yeah. You set a bid price. So you would bid, like a dollar, for, you know, you're going to get nothing for dentists. And like HVAC, I'm kind of playing, paying, I don't know, $20, $30. Right, so you set a bid price, let's say $5, and you end up in the is auction. That, is that minimum or maximum? That's a, that's your maximum. Okay. You, you will not pay more. Oh, okay. If you don't use enhanced bidding, there's all these flipping defaults you have to turn off. As far as I'm concerned, I don't want to use, like I want to, if I bid $5, I want to, not pay more than five dollars. Thank you very much. Right. I bid five dollars, and you in the you're in end up in the auction, and your position depends on your bid price and your quality score. You multiply them together, and Google works out what who's ranked in whichever ad position. Then they work out your your cost per click based on what your goodness uh, your ad rank and the guy below you their ad rank or, or above or whichever way around. I can't remember, and. So you might be bidding five dollars and paying two. We might be bidding five and paying four. Yeah. So okay, gotcha. Your cost per click can go up and down, even though your bid price stays the same. Gotcha. But so it could be anywhere between the minimum to the maximum. 
yeah, it's anywhere up to $5. Okay. Um, and then you can cap your daily spend and say, look, I'm not going to okay. spend more than $20 a day. Gotcha. So, which might be maximum, well, a maximum of four, minimum four clicks, max, whichever. And then you might be, if you were paying $1 per click for your $5 bid price, you might end up getting 10 clicks in a day. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So you definitely, yeah. Okay. So some days you can't really control, I guess, exactly, you know, if it's a $1 click or a $5 click. Is that correct? Um, no. I sp- well, you can a bit. Uh, by increasing your quality score. Okay. So you get rewarded with, uh, if you get a higher CTR, you get rewarded and your cost per clicks will start coming down. Um, if your landing page, Google's algorithm deems it more relevant to the ad and the keyword, uh, you know, the keyword and the search term, then you get a higher quality score and then Google will reward you with a lower cost per click. Okay. Yeah. It's in their gotcha. interest. They reward people for doing the things that are going to make Google search sure. page a better place, more relevant yeah. to landing page experience. No, that definitely makes sense. No, it's definitely interesting. And sorry, now I was just kind of, you know, looking at that, thinking about that, um, you know, versus say what's going on on the social side. Right. Which is CPM, I guess, is it? You can do differently. You can do cost per click or CPM, uh, you know, I would personally, you know, I guess with with my campaigns, I would rather go CPM just because, you know, I'm I'm confident where, you know, I'm I'm more confident in the campaigns where if you put out the right stuff, the right pictures, the right messages, everything correctly, then you know you're gonna do okay. And as long okay. as you're targeting the right audiences, uh, some other people might rather just do CPC, but I've seen it where all of a sudden your cost is five dollars a click and. You know, if you have a 10 or 15, $20 budget a day, you know, people are pissed off. They're saying, what the hell? You know, I only got three clicks in a day. <laughs> right. And that's, yeah. you know, and then they're not pleased with that, uh, even though it might still actually go to, you know, 1,500 people or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, the trick, yeah, well, you, you do whatever works best and you, you, you know, and the manual might say one thing, but you go, okay, let me just test it the other way. <laughs> yeah. And then you might find it works better. And hold on, the manual, that's not what, Okay. Right. You just found something. There's one. Yeah. That's one thing. Um, and then just quickly on this, like, you pay CPC cost per click on paid search, AdWords paid search. Um, but really, it's all about your CPM because your your CPM is Google's RPM, revenue per thousand impressions. And what you really want to do is increase your CPM because it increases Google's RPM. And the way to do that is one of the ways to do that is to reduce unwanted impressions in the first place. So your ad doesn't show as much often for the same ad spend. And then Google's going to reward that because their RPM is like, Whoa, we're getting a really good. Every thousand times we show these guys ads, we get a lot of money. Let's sure. try and show them more often. Sure. So, so you said the best way to do that is actually by reducing your impressions. Yeah, that's one way. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That increases your CTR automatically. Yeah. And you're like, well, so, but what that means is Google's RPM has gone up. The revenue per thousand impressions of our ads has gone up. So they're going to prefer us to these other uh, competitors. Sure. No, and that, that makes sense. Cause on, I guess on the surface you would think, Hey, if your click through rate is going up, then they would want to increase the impressions. Yes. Yes. Your impression share will go up. 
Yeah. But on the, I guess on the other, on the flip side of that, where, you know, you said reducing the impressions would increase the, the click through rate just by the number. Yeah. But I guess on, you know, kind of on the dumb brain side, it's saying, well, if people are clicking it, let's keep showing it more and more and more. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's, maybe that's, uh, screwing up the algorithm if you end up doing that. And then, then there is it, the ad fatigue. Uh, let me think about that. Say that again. Say, you know, say if there is a pretty good click through rate, um, yep. then you would want to keep increasing the impressions on it. But you said the best way to increase, you know, their RPMs is by reducing the impressions. Oh, okay. Right. So that's, there's a difference of increasing impressions for the same search terms. You want to show more often for the same search terms because we're profitable on them and we just want more of those clicks. Sure. Versus increase impressions by going wider and adding more search terms into the funnel. So it's not just um, luxury hotels, London. We want to show as often as possible for that. Ah, you know what? Let's add some more impressions. Let's get more impressions with cheap hotels, London. It's like right. that's not the way to go. Yeah. So you want to get out of, you want to niche down. Yeah. Yeah. You want to create basically the trick with that paid search. And this is why probably IT people do so well with it is you want to create thousands of little, very, very narrow funnels, not one big fat wide funnel. So like for the thousand permutations of your 10 services and hundred locations, you create a funnel for every single one of them. Sure. Like an ad group with one ad and a keyword and the landing page ideally matches it so you create a thousand of those not just one that goes looking for a property in dublin gotcha no and, then, and that that makes more sense then too exactly what you just said with yeah, yeah oh, it's funny. i'm in some facebook groups for adwords people and they're arguing with me constantly you know no not whole group but like i'll get to pm with somebody and they'll be like so hold on are you saying one keyword ad group I'm going, yeah one keyword ad group but why would you do that? I'm like, oh my God, it's like simple. Oh, because what, if they're looking for a apartment in BlackRock, then you want to show the ad that says apartment BlackRock, but it ain't going to work if you put apartment BlackRock, apartment Dunleary, apartment Swords, and then house um, mines, all in the same ad group. How are you going to show the most relevant ad to them? Right. But instead of saying, oh, I get it. They're still queue. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean that you know, and that that totally makes sense. Uh, you know, just niching down again. Yeah, yeah, it all makes sense. I think it's all quite simple. Yeah, isn't it? I, you know what? It sounds like it. Yeah, it is quite simple. I think. Right on that note. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I've shoveled this up. Um, I'll drop it. I'll drop it into the fast lane forum. Okay. I'm dropping it into Rob's group. Yeah. I don't know because he's not about AdWords is about web design and we've talked about more media buying, even though I think a lot of people will be interested in it. I don't want to, you know, so. right. And we will chat another time and find out how you get sure. it. No, it sounds good. So yeah, I'll, I'll definitely keep you updated too on how the meetings go and uh, you know, kind of what comes of it. Cause that's kind of my thought too, is, you know, if I can it, it, just sell them something cheap, whether it's a single page funnel something like that, it's like, you know, that will at least pay for my time. You know, if I can make a few hundred bucks per meeting and then, yes. then long-term, okay. then long-term at least try to sell them, try to sell them either a monthly recurring or sell them, Hey, here's a thousand dollars or here's a course for a thousand dollars and you can do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know what? We're not going to finish just yet because I haven't mentioned that part. Right. But the other thing is I 
created my course. I haven't priced it extremely high, and I've, it's for people who value their time. It's an hour long. Um, but it means I could, could buy people who are looking for AdWords-related help on, mm -hmm. on Google, like typing that, and send them to a page. And not many of them are going to want to hire me, but some of them are going to buy the course. Right. And then if enough of them buy the course, then that pays for the ads. And then I, then I get the done-for-you clients for free. Sure. So that's... Yeah, great. I think I came up with that idea at the start of the year. <laughs> still, haven't <laughs> still haven't implemented it. I've still I've sold my course. That's just like I've just made sales in the fast lane forum. Sure. And have good feedback and people have it's helped people. Done. So that's yeah. it. You know, and that, I don't know if it's greed or I don't know what, but I'm just trying to think. I'm like, you know what? And maybe it's not greed because we can build these pages, you know, we can build a sales page, like a landing page that looks ten times better than what they're ever gonna mean. And we can do it in like 30 minutes, but then selling it for a hundred or two hundred dollars, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that's right, wrong, or you know, just part of business, you know, if if the market is willing to buy it for that. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. We just try and we just sell them what they're looking for, as long as it's you know ethical and adds yeah. value. Yeah. Well, and that that's what I think it would, because this would be, you know, it would be part of the actual, the actual funnel that we would be using then if they were to hire me, it would be, you know, the exact same piece of the funnel. Exactly. You know, it, yeah. But if, if, you know, if you're not sending traffic to it, the funnel is just, it's just another webpage. It's not really, it's yeah. nothing without, <laughs> without people going to it. Yeah. But, but I think that, you know, cause that's what I'm thinking, you know, if, say if it's a room of 20 people, I think at least three or four at the end would raise their hand and say, Oh yeah, I'd love, you know, I'd love a package of, you know, three funnels put together. I'd love a package of that. And maybe it's a few hundred bucks right there, even though it might only take me if it's a template and I can just rebuild it quickly, you know, but, uh, but some of those, are, you know, um, possibly it's going to be way more than a few hundred bucks. It might pay thousands to get something built. Yeah. My, my, my thing I'm wondering is would they have sat through, a webinar you know are they the sort of people to sit on webinars the person who hasn't got the time to do it so they're going to pay thousands to get it done hey you know i don't know i'm not saying it, they aren't but i just don't know yeah well you know and that's that's what i'm trying to gauge too i guess being live face to face with them yeah you know and i guess oh, try yeah, to yeah. gauge some of, try to gauge some of their competencies too yeah yeah all right then that's great i will speak to you later on all right thanks andy Cheers. Bye.